Welcome to Through the Lens of Christ, a podcast designed to have conversation about things that are happening in culture, questions that we may have theologically, um, and other questions that impact our day in and day out lives. Our desire is to be able to build these conversations and to be able to get us to critically think, not just about the events that are happening, but how do we see these events through the lens of Christ. I hope you enjoy the conversation, and I hope it helps you to critically think through issues in our lives. I am Adam Baker. I am here with Steve Douster. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing fine. Good evening, Adam. <laughs> Good evening. The most uncomfortable part of our conversation is the beginning. Always. So, <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Um, the conversation that we want to have uh, on, on this episode uh, is really, we're going to call it a COVID update. Um, we've we talked uh, a long time ago when we started this podcast about uh, COVID. We talked about it a lot. We kind of got off of that, moved into a lot of different conversations and thought it would be good to kind of come back to this topic as, and I don't want to say we're nearing the end because neither of us have any idea where we're at in this process. We'd like to think we're nearing the end, but um, we are definitely in, in another uh, season of change in this process. Um, and so I think as we're in this next kind of phase where we've got vaccinations being rolled out, we've we've got, uh, it seems like, you know, depending on where you look or where you read, it seems like the numbers are beginning to be under control. There's some, in here in Wisconsin, there's some mandate conversation and whether there's going to be an, another one added or, you know, the um, uh, court just ruled that he can't, that the governor can't add another one, but there's been loopholes that have happened in the past and so we'll see um the the county itself has said we're not going to enforce any mandate so we're we're over that um so how do we play into all of that how do we respond how where do we go from here what are our thoughts and these, these are just gonna be some of the questions that that we'll, we'll try to get to is like what, what's our general thoughts on vaccinations um what are our thoughts on how do we get back together well uh, what are our thoughts on do we even need to get back together? I'm talking as a, as a church, right? Do I need to go to church? I've been watching live stream for the last year, and it's pretty comfortable. Do I need to go back? Um, I think those are all good questions for consideration. Yeah, that's a good way to start. I mean, I think all of us probably have individual answers to many of those questions. The question is, are they actually kind of informed by Scripture and by the body, if we're believers, or is it just something I've come to a conclusion on myself, and I'm going to live my life independently of anyone else and do whatever I please? Yep. So I think that's a lot of that's where a lot of people are, I think, and I'm not going to say that I think that's the biblical position, because I think we are to be informed by our brothers and sisters in Christ. We're to be led by our church and the elders that, that lead our church. Mm -hmm. And we're to look to them for guidance and advice, and we're to participate in that process. And I think that all of those things have always been difficult for Americans or for people in general, but especially Americans, mm -hmm. and especially over the last 12 months. Yes. Well, we, and we talk, I mean, we've talked on, on this podcast about uh, the cancel culture, and it's right. not a, a left conversation. I think we often think about, well, the left is in this cancel culture. No, it happens on the right. We just call it different things. And so we, we've, we have built this propensity around what I believe is what is true, and I'm going to go find somebody who reinforces that opinion, and I'm going to be bolder then in my opinion. But, you know, I, I was um, asked the other day, and, and I say asked gently because I wasn't really asked. I was told um, that I shouldn't be for vaccinations, right, That and sent me all this information on why the, the current um, vaccination process is bad and how— um, um, people are are 
dying and people are like, it's not good. And so I just sent back a bunch of information from the other side. I'm not saying what the right answer is. Sure. I'm just saying we all can find peer-reviewed journal studies. We can all find high-profile doctors, medical staff, researchers to align to our opinions. And that's what makes all this pretty dangerous and, and combustible is because I, if I have an opinion on something, I can find somebody to support it with a lot of letters behind their name that, that gives it credibility. Well, you said a couple of things that kind of strike me. One is you were talking about, you know, I've got an opinion that I've come upon myself and I go try to find other people that support my opinion. And you've also mentioned about all these different, you know, different ways we're trying to talk to one another and figure out, you know, how we can come together on a certain issue, whether we're maskers or not maskers or whatever it might be. Um, I'll just put it that I think that's the wrong starting place. We're starting from all of the particulars out here and trying to move to some universal on, on our own our own design, where we need to start from the universal and move out to the particulars. So we need to start with, hey, who's Jesus? And, and, and am I in Christ? And am I in the family of God? Otherwise, if we start with all these particulars and try to start at the leaves or the branches of the tree and try to find the trunk, we're, we're going to find a lot of other branches, and we're going to always be divided. Yeah. So I think we need to go the other direction yeah. and start off with the trunk, the, the, the tree, which is Christ, and then move out from there so, so that we have our security, we have our identity, we have our thinking and our, our, our belief founded in Jesus Christ, and then have these other conversations. Because what I'm finding is I'm still seeing, and I'm still discouraged by this, um, people really anxious about all these little ancillary things, and, and they're getting at each other still. And it's, 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 it's definitely upsetting because I don't see them coming together and being brothers and sisters in Christ. I, I mean, just the other day, my wife had an experience where she was in the middle of a conversation with two people, and one of them's like, I'm done with you. I'm not going down this path. I'll not, I'm not going to agree. And, and Danielle had to go, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. We're still going to be able to fellowship together, and we're going to go out to dinner together, and we're going to work all this out. And, and so far, we're in the middle of all that. But, but that's just the nature of the times right now. Yeah. Well, and, and I, first, I, was it you she was talking to? <laughs> I should, no, thankfully. Okay, I We're on the, wanted, she and I are on the same page, okay, at least wanted, at this time. Right. Yeah, so that's really good. Just wanted to confirm. <laughs> yeah, thanks um, for asking. My, my, my second point um, is it's a really great point, right? We are focused on it, and it goes back to this cancel culture idea, because we are so focused on what we disagree in, yeah. and we're so focused on it. We talk about self-worship and that, that my ideas are right, expressive individualism, like all of these pieces, because we're not focused on the roots. Right. And every, all the imagery that, that we see in Scripture is around the seed being planted or the roots being grounded or and you're talking about the trunk we're talking about the vine all all these images where where what is important starts at, at the core and grows out from there and the, right. the hope is, is that as as our seeds of faith grow and we gain roots and we, we grow as trees and we have trunks and that all of the 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 use of the ancillary pieces all of the leaves are then connected and right now you're dead on we we've started with all the outside pieces and we'll never get to the point mm -mm. 
and you know we go down a rabbit trail here for the next 20 minutes on on the the perfect image of unity found in scripture which is the exact opposite of what the world offers and we are so consumed by the disunity that the world provides that we're distracted from the unity that Christ gives yep. and it's a shame not only that, if, if, if I think of that picture of a, of, a, of a bush of some sort, and we're starting out with all the particulars at the ends of the, ends of the branches, we're also finding alignment with all of our friends which are on our same branch. And we're not seeing the other branches, and we really don't care because they're not holding us up. Now, right. the, the trunk is what holds us up, which is, yes. which is Christ. So yeah. we do, we, we tend to drift toward tribalism, which is exactly what our culture is doing. It's, yeah. it's, it's moving toward tribalism, and I, I find us doing the same thing. Christians that are anti-maskers or Christians that are pro-maskers. They're identifying, they're masking rather than being in Christ. Yes. That's a huge problem, yep. huge problem, yep. rather than focusing on who we are and trying to just distill out from each other, um, you know, what, what type of freedom we should take in Christ to either wear a mask or not wear a mask, to get yep. vaccinated or not get vaccinated. Yes. And maybe we'll talk about all those things, but that's yep. that's where my, my head is as far as a starting point with this conversation is, just yep. identifying, we've got things flip-flopped oftentimes. We do. And are, are we family or not? Right. Um, and, and family, both from a big C church conversation, but also little C, local church. Are we a family as a body? I had a kind of funny back and forth with another local pastor who um, emailed me and said, hey, um, I just want to let you know that I met so-and-so this past Sunday, and they were at the church, and they, they came here because they were angry because at community you're not wearing masks. And he said, have you met so-and-so? And I said, yes, I have met so-and-so, and they're here and not at your place because you guys do wear masks. Sure. And it was just like this, this interesting kind of, you know, so now do I define where home is? Based on my preferences, right? And it goes back. It's deeper than mass or not mass. It's style of worship. It's, you know, how often does this church pray? Or do they pray in the right places? Or do they pray a certain way? Or like, it's just all these individual parts of preference that aren't salvific in nature. And they're just us trying to find differences. And and you're right. We, we, we're never going to get to a place of unity if we don't get back to the trunk. Yeah, a lot of that is just the natural consumerism in our culture, right? Mm-hmm. We just we just church shop like we grocery shop, yep. and so we're just consumers, and we just yep. look for the best value. I mean, yep. really, is what we're yep. looking for, rather than a commitment to a local body and a commitment to being under the authority of a group of people, a group of godly men uh, that we we pray that would be good authority over us right. and let that ride. Right, and and you know. For what we feel is good or bad, there's wisdom issues at stake. I mean, certainly we have to be very careful when it's absolute doctrinal <laughs> issues, yes. right, that we're not crossing yeah. lines. But oftentimes, I, I don't think that's the biggest problem. I think the bigger problem is wisdom issues. Yeah. Um, should I, in this case, get a shot or not? Yeah. And, and how yeah. or am I going to wear a mask in service or not? And yeah. where should I go and what should I do? Right. And then how, how do we have those conversations with each other? Not that I'm trying to ask a conversation about where you stand on something so I can either be offended by your response or teach you the right response. But how do I genuinely ask a question going, I want to learn. I actually had a, a older couple ask me on Sunday morning if, uh, well, I'll use his name because it's a positive, but um, they asked me if I knew who Dave Bolander was. Hmm. And I'm like, well, if you don't know David, is one of our elders, and he also is a, a doctor. He's a professor down at the uh, Frater Medical College. And they said they, they had met him briefly, 
and they really desired to know his opinion on the vaccines because they trust him both from a spiritual perspective and they trust him from a professional perspective. Sure. And I think that is the and they, and they said like husband and wife were like we're kind of debating among ourselves about where we're at in this. And that to me, that's exactly what this should look like. We should be having conversations in, in smaller groups, trying to decide and discern on our own and then bringing that up into other levels of trust. Right. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, OK, so this person is has a biblical knowledge. This person has a, a strong professional knowledge. And it just so happens in, in Dr. Bolander, it's the same person. Right. Yeah. That's really good. And then they're you know, they had a brief conversation with me. They're going to go have a deeper conversation with him. They'll go back and talk to, again with themselves, try to pray through it and say, where how do we discern what is true? And I, I think that's a healthy perspective rather than trying to find who supports our opinion. Yeah, they're still responsible to God for their decision. Yep. So they're just trying to be informed in the best way possible. Yep. What, what kind of struck me about that little segment of the conversation you had with right there was, you know, what are they excited about? They're excited about trying to figure out what God has for them. And so they're using the resources that are available to them. Yep. What I find typically is um, people are getting much more exercised over whether I should or shouldn't get a shot or yeah. whether I should and shouldn't wear a mask than the things of God. Yes. So so what are, what are we getting exercised about? When, so when we get into a conversation with somebody or, or even just think in our own heads about um, a conversation we see or what people we think should be doing with masking or not, how, how animated or how, how excitable are we getting? Um, is, does our blood pressure rise a little bit? Does our heartbeat mm -hmm. rise? Or does it rise more when we think about Christ and, and his love for us and how, how he actually guides our life and trying to figure out um, how we're to love him more and to show his love to others? Yep. Which one raises my I have a high heartbeat, yes. which I mean, that's me assistant, but which, yep. which one am I getting more excited about? Yep. When I'm in this conversation, where am I headed? Am I headed toward Christ or am I headed toward um, some perhaps divisive issue yes. that someone's going to fall down on one side or the other for me or or against me. Yeah, and I, I to rant a little bit on that point is that rant away. Right. Um at Ashley, our esteemed producer, and I were just having a conversation about, you know, she runs social media for us and and I'm not a Facebooker. I have no idea how it works. I'm not on it. I don't have an account. I right. But I don't know, ninety eight and a half percent of people do. And so there's a, a lot of conversation going on out there and there's a there's a lot of, of expression. And so, you know, Ashley will diligently post something about, you know, trying to get conversation going. What did you learn in this series in Jonah? What is God speaking to you about this week? How are we engaging in this particular text? Crickets, right? You're not going to get anything. Now, if she posted on there that the church is pro or against masks or the church is pro or against a vaccine, we would have passionate conversation around this thing. No doubt. And, and I think that that to me is what what disappoints me and discourages me is that how are we real? If we think about what should be central to us and which we should be most excited to talk about, which is what you're talking about. And we should be most excited to bring that out into a public forum, which is what social media is. Why are we so much more comfortable and compelled to speak about things of division than we are about speaking of the wonder of Christ and what he's doing in me? Mm -hmm. That should be our, our primary motivation. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I can't, yeah. can't agree more. Yeah. Um, 
Do you think we should talk about some of these issues? I mean, you know, yeah. once again, we got to this conversation, and literally, the, your setup was all that we had thought about this before we sat down. Right? I mean, just to be honest with yes. with whoever's listening yep. to this. So, so I mean, do you think we should talk about a couple of these things to just see yeah. how you and I are thinking about them? I think it'd be great. We, Pick know, one. So often, so often, we seem to be on the same page, but yeah. let's let's see. Yeah. Um, okay. So how about how about getting a COVID shot? Yeah. Where where yep. where are you on getting a COVID shot? And I'll fill in you. I'll let, I'll, I'll tell you what I where I am too. Yeah. But and I, I would actually like to expand that question. Well, go ahead. Yeah, to sure. be even more controversial. So okay. first, let's do that. But then let's talk about the Johnson and Johnson shot, um, based on using oh, sure. the stem cells. And so we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Um, but in in the general, I you know I'm I guess my position is is that I'm a pretty big science guy. I believe that God has instilled wisdom in people and has enabled us to to learn and develop and understand things. So I'm never really opposed to to most things like this. So I think about the vaccine and I go, I'm mentally right. I'm for it. I do have concerns on me personally that I don't want to be first in line for it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm more of a I'm not at a high risk. I they I have not heard yet, and I might be misinformed, but I've not heard yet about how me taking the shot benefits you, and so that's really where I stand on it. If if they if I would be told that if I took the shot I would not be able to, to be communicative, I would not give it to someone else, I would probably be taking a shot. Right? I don't think that's the case. Um, so I'm like, if it's really just a benefit for me, I'm gonna wait. But I'm not opposed to it. I, I believe the the science is good. Yeah, that's good. So so my thought about just can I reflect on what you just said, and then yeah. I'll tell you what I think. Yeah. Um. So so the science being good, I think if I was to push back on that, um, I think some people would say, well, the science has been tainted by politics, and sure. so people are trying to use that science as a lever to get yep. people to do the things they want them to do. So yep. I think that's that's possibly an issue. Yeah. Um. I did hear some research that now they say that. Oh, by the way, I think also. Your thought about, I would, you, you've, you've, you, you said you would take the shot to help others more, I th- more so, I think, than just to make sure yourself, you're safe yourself. Yeah. Right? So, yes. so I think that's, that's not yeah. the norm. A lot right. of people are saying, well, what, do I need it or not based on my risk factor because of my own person? Or would I be harmed by taking the shot even if I helped others? Maybe I shouldn't take the shot. Right. So, so thinking about others first, I think, yeah. is, a, is an important consideration there. I did hear some some news release mm-hmm. that said that the shot itself, um, those that have been inoculated from mm-hmm. the disease, if that's the right word to use, mm-hmm. um, are not carriers. I did hear that come out oh. recently, which I think is yeah. helpful. And that would um, be new information to me. So yeah, that yeah. might, yeah, yeah. That, that might be helpful. So that's yeah. kind of a thing. Um, so yeah, there was something else I was going to say about that, but I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. I wasn't intending to get it, yeah. but then again, I've got some, I got some health is- issues this summer that mm-hmm. I'm going to go through some honestly, radiation treatment for prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to try to make sure I don't have two things happening at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So so for my own personal physical yeah. deal, I thought that would be a thing. So I have I, just, I have had one of the two shots now. It was the Pfizer variety okay. um, that I had. So yeah. I've got the next one coming up here in a few weeks. Now, I do know that, you know, in my own family, there's such division. I mean, my extended family, not my mm-hmm. own yeah. You know, family in my house. Um, my dad will think I'm an absolute crackpot for getting the shot. <laughs> so, so I I may not even tell him, which I probably can't anyway because he can't hear me speak. <laughs> so he's on, he's nearly deaf. But it, but still, um, I you know he's but other but some people think you just have to have it. But I also know people that have got super sick 
um, and and yep. died with complications yep. and all that with other things. So yep. it's definitely a thing. Um, but I, I did consider also others and getting the shot being being something there. One other comment about the shot that I haven't heard: how long how long you're immune or how long you it lasts. Right. My sense is not very long, only because I don't hear them saying it's going to be very long. Right. So if 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 they knew that it was going to be oh you you know can repeat this once a year whatever I, but I haven't heard that so I'm, my sense is and I'm concerned there that it's a very short term thing and I'm not right. sure. But yeah. so for my point I did I am getting it I got the first one I'll get the next one here in a few weeks and hopefully that'll last me at least through my radiation treatments this summer where I'll be kind of immune compromised anyway. Sure. And I didn't want to yeah. have two things happening at once. So that's yeah me. yeah and and that. You know, my encouragement to people when they've asked me is exactly it's those things, right? You know, if you're at high risk, I mean, what to go into something and be to go through radi- radiation and know that you're going to be immunocompromised while going through that process, so that you can have have um, an ability to to fight the cancer, sure, and then also put yourself at risk for something else at the same time, which which would actually raise your risk. It would seem a little counterintuitive. Like, why would you go through radiation if you weren't going to try to do everything you can on the other side? Right. So, and you know, telling people, look, look, if you're at high risk, yeah. you, you got to make that decision. Yeah, I, I will see this too. Is I'm not critical of anybody that decides one way or the other. Not at all. This, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not hyper. Do it or hyper. Don't right. do it. To me, it goes back to a wisdom issue. Yes. And and everybody gets to make their own choice here by gathering information and doing the best they can with it, even though, like you mentioned, you know, there's a lot of good information on both sides, and I'm sure it's all tainted because everything's tainted with sin right. and politics and yep. people trying to get people to do what they want them to do. Right. Whether well, it's for cash or whether it's for political gain or whether right. it's for their own good. Yes. One, and, and, that, and there's also this whole concept of, of personal conviction, right, that, that if I'm convicted not to do it, well, I shouldn't be trying. Nobody should be convincing me to now go against my conviction to do it. True. And, you know, so I think we also have to understand that. I mean, but Paul says that it's that we're, everything's permissible, but not everything's profitable. Right. And so, OK, well, what's profitable to me may not be profitable to you. And me trying to debate it with you to get to you to my side doesn't help anybody. Right. And, you know, we've we've got to be more gracious than what we are. Another way maybe to say it is I don't think it's clearly a sin to get the shot. Right. And I don't think it's clearly sin not to get the shot. Amen. So that's yeah. that's one place to start. Now, wisdom yep. comes beyond that. Right. So so now the more controversial one of this is on the Johnson & Johnson side. Yes. Where, you know, the Catholic Church has come out and said, we're going to denounce that shot because, and again, I, I talk a little out of my depth here because I, I don't, I, I'm not, I am not a... PhD. I am not a doctor of medicine. Like I, so I don't understand. Even if you were, you'd have to have some specialty, man. So it's, it's <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're talking a little bit out of school, but yet yeah. I think it's an important conversation to have, where some people are are concerned about it. If I if I take this shot, and I'm am I taking on am, am I supporting abortion by using a shot that came from stem cells of uh, aborted fetuses, or at least um, at some point we're aborted fetuses and so i i think it's a really great question you get into this idea of christian ethics um and i'll, I'll i won't force you on the spot until i give mine but then i then i'll force you on the spot yeah, go ahead. um you know, my position on that is is i look at it as if they were intentionally harvesting if you have somebody saying that we need more abortions in order to drive this vaccine vaccine or whatever it is i'm firmly opposed 
if we're talking about a fetus has been aborted, and this really, if I believe this goes back 20-some years to where the um, actual cells came from, and then they've been reproduced over time, I, I sit on that and it, from my perspective as a, an organ donor, right? That this baby was an aborted fetus, and that is a sin, and that happened. Me using a vaccine or not using a vaccine does not change that truth. And so I'm not pro-abortion just because I would say that it, it's permissible to use that vaccine. So I, I don't stand on the side that you're supporting abortion by doing this. Now, again, if it comes to light that Johnson & Johnson is actively driving abortion so that they can fuel their profitable business, I've got a way different answer for that. Yes. So I think we're really close. Maybe just a couple little things to clarify. So so I don't know when, so if it's 20 years back when this line started where they use these cells, they continue to grow and use them, right? Um, the, the challenge I would have is if by by taking that shot, even going back that far, something that's, all, we're, we're not harming additional people, right? right? Additional yep. babies or additional people in this process. The harm has already been done. The ship has sailed, yes. right? Now, the question would be, is because that ship has sailed, and I and I latch onto that ship, mm-hmm. um, will that encourage more to happen in other areas later? That's a consideration, I think, and I think that Definitely. would be a reason not to take that shot. But if we feel like that ship has sailed, it's in the system now, and it's not gonna by, by me taking the shot and and using that line of cells is also not gonna encourage additional lines of cells to begin to be used. I think I would feel okay about it. Um, but again, that's and how, and how do we know all those things? It c- comes to you'd have to study it for I'm sure weeks and months to figure out the right thing to do. So we do the best we can under the circumstances. We we count on God's grace and forgiveness, and when we pray that we make the right decisions, and He'll help hold us accountable. If we're in Christ and we're f- and we ask for forgiveness, He will forgive us. Yes. Um, and we, if we repent of our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins yes. and to cleanse us. Yes. Yes, and and we can't. There, there's a difference between being apathetic, right? That I'm just going to pretend that I live in a bubble and I'm not going right. to think about any of those things. Neither of us would agree with that statement. We also can get so spun up and be anxious and worrisome about every decision. I mean, you start yes. to play these things out. Like, think about um, your shirt. Right now, I can think start about to my shirt. think about your shirt. Nobody can see your shirt. So think about Steve's shirt. Um, but if you start to run down that path of where was that shirt made? Where was the material yes. sourced? Where was the cotton sourced? Where was the where were the workers put through to do that? Like we can start to run down this Christian ethics thing, which which will everything we think about will get us back to a place of a sin issue is what precipitated this thing. Why? because we live in a fallen world. Now, I'm not saying that we move to apathy or just say, well, I can't control, so I'll do whatever. I'm just saying that we we can't live paralyzed by the fact that sin exists, because it does. And so we, we know that we need inoculated from the sin. So one way to look at that is to reflect on a conversation I had today with a friend of mine. So, so most of us live in this world... Um, most people, I think, live in this world like they're just their whole body's on like Novocaine, like like they're just totally numbed up and not really thinking at all about what's going on and just kind of moving along with the culture, letting letting media, letting everything absorbing all that and responding to that. And really, we're they're just they're just numb to everything. 
the Christian alternative that is, is a huge alternative. It's, it's a total, total shift where, where we're to be aware of what's going on in general terms. I cannot do the research to focus on, you know, what type of vaccine and what's happened with this line of cells. But I can be generally aware of what's going on around me and think critically from a Christian context in my general walk, everything I do every day media input, what I read, who I talk to, what I listen to, how I do my job, all of these things in a Christian context. And then from there, I feel like I can move out in a reasonable and imperfect way to make decisions about my life. But they're not unthoughtful decisions because I'm thinking, I'm trying, God's grace hopefully will be given to me more, to be a thoughtful Christian in all these ways, and therefore I'll be a thoughtful decision maker in other ways. What I think usually happens, or unfortunately happens far too often, is we just drift along with the culture. We take in things as a consumer, like we were talking earlier, and use them in our lives and not have them govern our lives. And then we're just like this. I feel like this: these numb people, unfeeling people moving through life and getting through it without actually feeling... um, in, with any depth of emotion or understanding or truthfulness about all the decisions that are made. They very rarely make those kind of decisions. Um, they're, they're living on a different level, and it's not where Christians are designed by God to live. Yeah, yeah, the idea that we're called to be, be sober-minded, to be alert. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's important and critical that we, we do what we can to educate ourselves in the ways of Christ so that we can view— through the lens of Christ, right? That, sure, everything. The, right, the idea is that we're to be be looking from that perspective, and it's not easy. Um, and I, I would even go back to the statement on this idea of personal conviction. Like, if, if you're listening to this conversation, and you go, I'm personally convicted to not take the, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. I'm not telling you to go take it. Totally. Uh, right? It's not, it's not like I'm sitting here going, no, you have to be okay with it. You should not be okay with it. If you are personally convicted to not take it, don't. There's other options. But we also can't be so... Um, opposed to somebody else's personal conviction on on similar issues. What we'd rather do is make rules for ourselves and others that have to be followed that don't lead lead to faith and reliance on Christ. We would rather make rules in our life, I believe this, I believe that, unscripturally now I'm saying, and and, and I think everyone else should conform to that, or or what do you believe and what do you not believe? And so you make these, or we make, I make, we all do this, we make these rules to live by that end up being our own, and we turn into Pharisees, and, and we're not walking in the Spirit. Yep. Yeah, and I think, you know, I one of my favorite questions to ask people, and one of the worst questions to ask myself is, how do I support that biblically? Right. Like sure. it's it's the as people are arguing about something passionately to just be able to, and, and usually they're arguing about it from a religious standpoint. Right. That, you know, God wouldn't want that. And how can you believe that? And you're not a Christian. OK, how do you support that perspective biblically? Usually they can't. Right. They just have a feeling about what God should think. But I do the same thing. Yes. And I don't I do like too. asking myself, OK, what does Scripture say about that? Because then I usually prove myself wrong and I don't like that. So I, again, not condemning our, our perspective, just saying that we really, it goes back to the beginning of the conversation. Every thought has to be taken captive. Every idea, every action, everything has to be taken captive to bring it back to the root, to bring it back to the seed, to bring it back to the trunk so that we may be focused on Christ. The Bible's not a rule book. It's a, it's a, it's a guide for a living where we can see Jesus the way God works in the world and respond to it based on story and understanding um, and, and application and experience. Mm-hmm. Big difference. 
I think we're we're running out of time. Yeah. Uh, by that I mean I think we've run out of time. But I, one thing that I would like to talk about briefly, sure. um, and briefly for us might be another twenty minutes. I don't know. But um, to talk about briefly is the idea of should we come back together? Do we have to come back oh, together sure. as, we, as a body on yeah, Sunday morning? As, as, right, as, sure, as believers in Christ, right? Because I think that's an important consideration that I've talked to several people about that, you know what, I'm listening just fine at home. I'm still connected. I'm still there. Um, do I really need to come back? And uh, so I think it's a, a great consideration. So there's there's the question, Steve. Do people, if, if live streams available, if they're able to watch it at home, if the experience is roughly the same, is there a need to come back to the body? The experience, the experience is not roughly the same. It's light years apart. They need to come back. We need to come back. So, so that yeah, if, so that's the answer to the question. Now, I like this. That's a good <laughs> yeah, short answer. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a short a answer. Line. But yeah, yeah but, but 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 I'll just say one, a couple more things. Maybe you, you cannot do the. You cannot be a participant in the body when you're severed from the body. And I think that's the way that looks as well. So it's it's like having you know detachable fingers and arms and legs and toes that are all over the place. They're still alive and functioning and can do things, but they can't do it all together in the same way as when we're all together as a family. So I have I have a real strong feeling that um, there is it's 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 better than nothing. I'm sure to be to be there, and there's some gain there. My sense is this may be you may feel this is strong. My sense is the consumeristic mindset really does want to stay at home. It's yeah. very it's much easier yeah. for that. I'm not saying that's only that way, but it's easier for a consumeristic mindset. Someone that's thinking of church as giving something to them rather than this participatory type of understanding of what it means to be in fellowship um, that allows that to happen. There's another element of it too, which I'm talking about elements, there's a couple elements, um, the body and the blood. Um, taking communion that I have a struggle with when we're not actually together. Who has a family meal? Uh, and I know we don't do this at church. We're trying to do it remotely. It's very yeah. difficult. But who has a family meal with all the family scattered across the country? Yeah. We don't do meals right. that way. Yeah. So that's another reason to try yeah. to get back together so that we can do that and participate together, um, even though that doesn't seem like much of a meal. It, it is the meal that we take together as a body of believers. So, so yes, I think we should come together as much as we possibly can. Yeah, and we're we're aligned in that. I mean, yeah. the, the the image that we get in scripture is that we we are the body and right. that Christ is the head and that we're a functioning body. And so that that means not that I I think we're we're so um we self-identify and we're such self-worshippers as a culture, but in this instant we we pretend to diminish our involvement, right? We're like it's not even that important that I'm there. Right. Nobody's going to miss me or it's not a big deal or it's not a well, you wouldn't say that about your job. Right. Like, right. you know what? I'm not going to show up today because nobody's really going to miss me. It's not that big a deal. The fact is at church, it's not just a matter of you need to be at church. It's a matter of we need you to be at church. Sure. You're part of the body. We, we are lesser. Uh, uh, Paul talks about how that we may all come together so that we may all grow together to become the temple of God. That it's a it's a united image. He says that we may attain the, the full measure of Christ like that is if we're operating together. So if you're part of a, a local family, if you're part of a body, if you're part of this body and you're not present, we are less of Christ when you're not present. And we need that. We, we do. And I think one more thing about that is I, I think part, perhaps one of the things about coming back is when we do come back together, even now, 
it's a diminished experience. So, so it's not the same as it was a year or 18 months ago. And so we don't have the same things to do together, the same ways we communicate between services or after the services. And so that might create a feeling of, it's just not worth it, I should just stay home, when really what we should look to, I think, is even that step of coming together in a diminished way is a stepping stone to coming together in a more full way. So I, I think that's probably a thing. Yeah. So I, th- I think we should try to come together in a diminished way if we have to so that we can take the next step of being together in a more full way when we should and can as, as things loosen up and as we feel it's the right thing to do in wisdom. Definitely. So I think the encouragement in all of this is to say, if we talk deeply and longly, long enough together, we're probably going to disagree on something within this oh, COVID yeah. idea of vaccines, come to church, don't come to like all of these different components and aspects. We need to be centered on Christ. We need to be thankful for the inoculation we've been given. We need to be thankful that the vaccine that we've received is once and for all. And yes. that that is the rest of this is noise. What we need to be focused on is what is most important. Amen. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Adam.